All right, welcome to our feature spotlight segment. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the late payment predictor feature inside of Business Central. And uh, so what this is, uh, if, if you log into Business Central and you are using the Business Manager Role Center, you'll see that there's an activity and on it, it says, there's a little activity tile that says, sales invoices predicted overdue. And you're like, well, what is that? What's that doing? And I've got a couple sitting on here. And what this is, is this is Microsoft incorporating artificial intelligence into your customer receivables data to look at all of your customer's payment history and predict with a degree of confidence how likely is that payment uh, going to be paid late? Yeah. So is there a high degree of confidence that something's going to, is it, is it going to be paid late? Is it predicted to be paid late? Yes or no? And then if so, what is the degree of confidence uh, that it's going to be paid late? So if you're a notorious company who pays your payments late, you're not going to like this feature. <laughs> right. And I think, you know, I, you know, if we were to go out there and poll our customers, I think everyone kind of knows which customers pay late, yeah. right? Maybe they look at their, their average days to pay or whatever statistic they look mm -hmm. at. Uh, but this is a real formal way that the system's looking. It's kind of, uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it removes all bias, mm -hmm. right? It's simply looking at the data. And, and, and it's then giving the user these results saying, hey, these are the invoices that are predicted to be paid late. So if, if today we post 100 invoices and, you know, uh, tomorrow morning I come in, I want to see, hey, what invoices are predicted to be paid late? I can sort it by amount and then focus on maybe there's two or three invoices on there that are, are really big dollar amounts. Right. I can proactively start that collection process right away and, and bring down those days to pay on those invoices, increasing my cash flow, mm -hmm. right? All those benefits that go along with that. So it allows the collector to be a little bit more proactive and just maybe send out earlier alerts and whatnot or, or earlier emails or whatever it is you do to make sure that that person pays on time. Absolutely, nice. and, and so how you, um, if you're running Business Central Cloud, this, is, this feature is included. Uh, it is not enabled by default. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're running Business Central on-premise, you can use this feature, although you have to set up and use your own Azure subscription. Yeah. Okay. So, and even with the Business Central cloud environment, there is a page within Business Central you can go, go into. It's called Late Payment Prediction Setup. And this is where you go in there and you turn it on. So yeah. there's an, an enable predictions box where you, you turn it on, and then you can select your model. There's a standard model that Microsoft provides, um, or there's my, my model, which... You, you create know, your own. You create your yeah. own model, I, I imagine. Yeah. Right? Um, it's, a, it's a little above my pay grade. Um, uh, from what I read, it's relatively easy to do. And, well, you, not, maybe not creating the model, but implementing your model is easy. Implementing. Right? You've got to be a data scientist to create your own correct. analysis, whatever right. you want to call it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but, but to go ahead and pick and set up, set up and define, yeah, your, uh, point to your own, that is right. easy. Um, yeah, so once you, once you do that, um, you then can 
um, update your payment predictions from here. So there is a button that you can click and you can say, okay, update my payment predictions. Um, and there's a field that says the date of the last compute. So it shows you when was the last time that your that the, this payment prediction model was run. Uh, what you can also do is schedule the payment predictions. So I have my environment turned on. I, I scheduled it to run every night at 2 a.m. Nice. So, uh, so I come in every day. I know that my my payment predictions have been updated to include uh, my latest data. Real nice. Yeah. Okay. So, how much information is needed for the late payment predictor to work? Do you have any idea? I don't know exactly, but what I will tell you is that in my uh, demonstration environment that I use, I've had this. It's a it's a full subscription for Business Central that I use, and, and I've got data in there. It's mostly the demo data that comes with Business Central yeah. with the Cronus uh, company, but I've also posted some of my own invoices over time. Mm -hmm. um, what I can tell you is that initially, if you just go into a demo environment, it may tell you that you don't have enough data right. to run the model. In my, in my world, I do have enough data, but my, it, there's a field on the setup page called model quality. And it's kind of like a, a factor where zero would be terrible and one would be like 100%. Mm -hmm. My model quality is 0.56, okay. which is pretty low. And what that means is that it, it, it doesn't have a high degree of confidence. I don't have enough good data for it to really create a, a, a good model. But what will happen is as you, uh, you know, create more history, more customer ledger entries and payment history, that model quality improves over time. And it then kind of learns, right? It's artificial intelligence, it's machine learning. Machine learning, yeah. It's, it's learning and it's adapting, and that model quality will increase over time. And what you can also do is set a model quality threshold to say, look, if you can't get to at least this level of threshold of confidence, 80% confidence, 75% confident, then don't even um, you know, Show it try to right. give me a, a late payment prediction. Um, so you, d you do have that uh, ability to set that up as well. So when I went through and used it, I loved it. The features are great. Um, I mean, so I tried it in a demo environment and in the, the Cronus environment. I noticed in the demo environment, if there's no, no information, like on the customer ledger entry, the, the fields for it are just completely blank, yeah. um, which, which makes sense. The only thing I wish it had, so when I was using it in a sales document, um, and it, you can show the actual percentage before, uh, if, if you click it or whatever, and uh, it gives you a reading of low, medium, or high. I actually want to see the percentage. So low is below 80% according to this, medium is between 80 and 90, and high is 90 and above. To me, there's a big difference between, say, 81 and 89, in my, in my head anyway, mm -hmm. of who's going to pay and who's not going to pay. And that, 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 that is the level of confidence that right, the, the model has yeah. in, in confirming if that's going to be paid late, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So. Low mean low would mean okay. We don't really have a lot of history here. We're not really confident in our prediction here. Oh, High, is it the level of confidence, or is it yeah. the level of confidence that person is? That it's the level of pain? confidence in its prediction. 
Right. Okay. So if it's a if it says it's a high degree of confidence, the, and it says it's going to be paid late. Oh, I see what you're saying. That means it has it's a high degree of confidence that it's going to be paid late. However, if your confidence is low and it says it's going to be paid late. What that tells me is that, okay, this based on the model, the system thinks it's going to be paid late, but it doesn't have a really high level of confidence in that. Okay. Maybe because I don't have enough history yet for it to make that decision. Okay. But again, I think as you, you implement this and use it every day confidence and develop that customer history, that confidence for those existing customers that you do business with a lot that will go from low up to medium to high. Okay. Right, as it gains more knowledge, so to speak. So. It's definitely something everybody should be using. It's definitely something everyone should be using. It's it's pretty simple to, to turn on and, yeah. and, right, and get deployed. Any idea why it's an actual app in AppSource? Since it's already basically included with Right. Central? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it, it why, why yeah, why they created it as an app versus yeah. not just including it in the core solution. Yeah, cuz I mean, I didn't have to I don't think I didn't download the app. It's I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. There, I, right? I mean, there are probably what a dozen or or more now apps that Microsoft has developed and they include by default in Business Central. Yeah. Right? So I think any I think all of these uh, features where there's like an integration you know, they, they develop, in this case, it's an integration with Azure Machine Learning, mm -hmm. right? I think they develop these as kind of standalone apps so they can be managed Easy. or maybe turned off. We have had cases where um, a customer of ours was having an issue. And what we found was that uninstalling a couple of the Microsoft apps that were in there by default but weren't being used were causing it. So we uninstalled all those apps, and, and that resolved it. So there could, I mean, that's that's one example of a, of a benefit be, yeah. of, of having it as an app. Um, but all in all, wonderful, uh, wonderful, I guess, extension? <laughs> feature. Right. Feature, Standard yeah. feature. There I mean, you go. It's yeah. there. Uh, you just have to turn it on. Yeah, very nice.